0: You know, we all have that one special dog hanging out on the porch. He's just a little bit of this and a little bit of that. All these things you like coming together to make one superb dog. That was exactly what we had in mind when we made this show. Welcome to All Mixed Up. Chad, what's up, buddy? Not much, man. I'm uh, just trying to stay warm. I got another dang snowstorm, but not enough to go chase a cat in. It's all mud as soon as it hits the ground. So that's me. How about you? It is uh, very, very windy, like 6% humidity and uh, about 80 degrees. So kind of sucky, but hey, I don't like humidity. And I was just in humidity, and I felt like I sweat enough to fill a five-gallon bucket on my last adventure with Hounds on XP. So I'm happy to be home. I think my my hounds are happy to be home. A cold front's blowing in tonight from this crazy wind. So it's supposed to be like 30 degrees in the morning, and it's going to stay cool for a couple days. I think I'm going to get one last hurrah with my entire pack until I have to switch to Salukis only from the warm. So I'm looking forward to it, man. I am, and I'm glad to be home. I, I uh, as you can tell, I look a little haggard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was run pretty ragged in the last three days, but, but man, I had a good time. <laughs> I can't wait to hear all about it. I I got a million questions. Dude, just shoot from the hip, bro. Cause I'm going to, I'm still electric, man. I, I, all right. I can't so, stop thinking about it. Yep. Well, here you go. Right off the bat. what do you think of like traditional Kerr, Leashin, catch dog, hog hunting. You know, it's different from the, a lot of the other stuff. But like, what's your take, dude? So it was fun talking to all these guys. First of all, huge shout out to the East Texas crew: Danny, Dustin, yimmy Henry, London, uh, Riggin. All you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for hosting me. This was you guys treated me like family. I felt it, and I really feel like man, it was just incredible. Uh, It was so fun talking to everyone over the course of the three days because, you know, I was like, hey, I've hunted pigs before with all these weird ways because of all mixed up. You know, Mm -hmm. I like to go out and kind of experience off the wall or unique forms of hunting with dogs, you know, thermal sidehound hunting and and thermal rifle hunting and all this stuff. Night vision, you know. The lead in traditional style, I'm saying out there quotes. I freaking Loved it, dude. So the build I mean, up straight just... off
2: oh, <laughs> right, man.
0: But... The 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 well, first of all, it's during the day, which means a lot to me, dude. Mm-hmm. Because I had I love a hey, plot twist. I love talking to people, and so uh I talk to <laughs> everyone when I'm all over Texas, North Texas, West Texas, East Texas, and it's funny how the culture and the mindset around these pigs kind of changes, but one thing was I've kind of gathered there's a lot of people are like you hunt pigs at night because during the day you can't find them. And I remember I kind of mentioned that to Danny last year <laughs> when I was there with Dustin and Danny and he was like they don't disappear. Yeah. They're there. <laughs> That's what the dogs are for. And I was like this is my kind of guy right here <laughs> like <laughs> you know and I get the limitations of of hunting why you have to hunt at night for certain styles of hunting i get that that's when the pigs come out and they're in the open and that's what sidehounds need so no disrespect obviously to my sidehound brothers um i just really really love hunting during the day and i'm gonna say this straight up i love unhooking a bulldog dude yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah of course that, you that dude, was man. so fun oh, man oh the the way they can just build up that tension. And Danny's dogs had a handle on them. His bulldog, rubble, yeah, rubble. Man, he was just like not <laughs> dragging me through the woods or choking himself out or anything, man. He just walked so good to the bay and he stood there. I mean, he was pumped, dude. We both were. I swear my electricity went through the leash and connected to his head, right? Maybe <laughs> vice versa. I don't know. But um, man. It was so awesome. And finally, you know, if some Danny was a badass dude and he'd like sneak into the bay to get some sick footage, mm-hmm. and then he would whistle, and he'd make this whistle sound, and then I would just unclip rubble and the mayhem began, brother. Right. <laughs> oh my God. So. I loved it man. I loved I it. I bet. Hey, like to me the part I always liked about it was like the, you know you'd hear the bay or you see it on the Garmin you know and you start getting closer it gets louder and louder and louder and everybody will be familiar with trees you know that's the same kind of thing you get closer and closer but then you stop and you're like trying to make sure you're far enough out and like the anticipation all the way up to unclipping the bulldog right I mean it, that's what that, that that's the part right and then like when you do it it's just
1: oh here it
0: goes. <laughs> Did you, were you guys right behind him or yes. would you wait till you heard it? You know, the party start to take off running. So, so that's the thing, man. So Danny really had the trip planned out. Great. I'm going to give a, sh- a brief synopsis of what's going down and just interject where you need to brother. Cause okay. I'm going to go, man. I'm so, for I'm it. so pumped. But, um, the first day, uh, so Danny, we had three days and Danny was like, I'm gonna take you to my, uh, my harder spots because he's like, everyone kind of imagines Texas is just like pigs everywhere. And it's just mayhem. He's like, I'm going to take you to some harder spots for the pigs. We're going to have to have some races and we're going to have to really find, and the dogs are going to have to hunt. And so I was like, okay, cool. So we went to his first place on the first day. Um, I got into my plane from El Paso at five in the morning, dude, we hit the ground in Houston and he was ready to go. I loaded up. We picked up his dogs and we headed out. Uh, I met Dustin and Yimmy out there. You guys are the bomb. And we hunted, uh, those dogs had to run out there and hunt, man. That's what surprised me. So we kind of hung back and we watched our Garmins and listened and covered ground a lot. And and that's something else I really enjoyed. It wasn't just all day Garmin screen staring. We moved a lot to Mm -hmm. like anticipate where we thought the dogs were going to be and where we thought the dogs were going to go. And we would sit there and listen for that bay. And we hunted all day. Those dogs would check in. They'd run way out there and hunt, dude, way out there. At one point they were like over a mile away Mm -hmm. and they would loop back and we'd kind of pick them up or they'd appear on the road. And then, uh, we would hunt and hunt and man, the pigs were tough to find. And Danny, he's no quitter, man. He's like, we're going to go to the far end of this place. I know one last spot. And I think that's where the pigs are. And we were with another guy named Blaine and, uh, he's super cool dude. And his dogs are really nice uh Blaine was already down in there and he's like hey I'm seeing pigs sign so come on down here and let's try to cast out so we cast out and Blaine's dogs finally dude no I take that back Danny's dogs we were sitting in this beautiful little bottom I was chilling with with Dustin and Yimmy and and Danny and Blaine and then I heard it dude Danny was like they're bayed," and I was like (laughs) oh (laughs) <laughs> you know like after like five hours of hunting and dude his dogs were hunting like that's another thing that i really liked danny's hunting big country and he was like dude my dogs they better go out and hunt yeah and i was like he let them out and they just took off dude and i was just like wow that is super cool and quite the opposite of everything i experienced you know what i mean because as you know sighthounds hunt close mm-hmm. hunt close to you and and you you produce the game together, hidden prey, and they take off. But it was so crazy, man. I mean, sniper and and Rayleigh, they busted up these pigs way out there, dude. And then we could hear that bark in the distance,
1: bark, bark, bark,
0: bark, bark. And, right. and my heart was pounding, man. Ten thousand beats a minute. It was time. So we we hauled ass to where they kind of were in that general area, and uh, we led in, dude. And I led my bulldog in and it was so fun dude. we uh the but the cur dogs caught the pig mm-hmm. without the bulldog without the bulldog. I was like, oh dang. And that's the first thing I'm gonna say. Cur dogs can be way tougher than I expected. They they really way can. Tougher. They they know. Veteran ones know. You know, some of them are just feather soft. You know, and and some of them are straight catch dog. I know a guy that bred black mouth curs, and all of his curs would bay. And he had a black mouth cur that he leashed in like a like a bulldog. And it was just a black mouth cur. He'd get 300 yards out and unclip him in a catch vest, and he'd run in there and catches like a So they they can vary, you know, based off the lines, but it sounds like he's got bay dogs that will catch when they know they can do it. Is that kind yeah, of, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he, um, he had a kind of an assortment, but he stays away from rough cur dogs, which yeah. Hey, I was thinking a lot about our talk with Python cowboy because Python cowboy really likes rough cur dogs. And I can see why, because those races can get a long way, but you know, Danny and all of them kept saying over and over, man, I'm a good luck charm. Cause dude, they, they got on those pigs and they shot them down in like 200 yards, you right. know? So I was like, great, this is awesome. You know, yeah. I'm all spoiled um his curse caught this pig is about the size of a javelina but it was a cool man because danny's a pig hunting wizard he was looking at the garment and he could hear the barks and he was like it's probably a group and i he's like this is so funny dude he was like (laughs) go go to the bay seth and i felt like running man dude i just took (laughs) off (laughs) like i was rushing through the brush and like Full speed, right? And, uh, I was running through this really beautiful open patch, and then, dude, as I got close, I just heard like
1: <laughs> ah, the
0: popping, yeah, dude. yeah, and like that, like I don't know how to describe that sound. It's like a bunch of rapid grunting, you know, mm-hmm. and and there wasn't a lot of popping. It was more just like <laughs> okay, okay, and and I was like, oh man. And he said that's kind of their like rallying sound they yeah. make when that's the cows right. kind of that's rally. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I was just looking through the bushes, all pumped, and and. Uh, I had my GoPro up and so stay Patreon. It's all there, guys. The footage is all there. But uh, the 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 herd broke and like took off to the woods. And then I just heard the cat, the the curs barking stop for a millisecond. And then I heard the squealing. They had caught one mm-hmm. and I ran up there. And by that point, Danny and them had come in with us and the bulldogs behind me. And uh, yeah, they'd caught him just straight up. And it was just like a small one. And so um Danny and the crew barred him, let him out, and and it was so crazy, man. Is that like this is what I really liked, bro? This was badass. So the the curse had him caught. And we came in close. Danny grabs the pig by the back legs, and he is so funny. He's like, "I was hoping you'd catch him." I was like, "Are you freaking high? No way! I'm
1: not grabbing this
0: thing." And it was only like fifty pounds, dude. I could have grabbed it, but I'm like, "Nah, dude, I'm not grabbing a freaking pig." I don't know what I'm doing, man. I'm gonna get killed. <laughs> and so, like, he grabbed the pig, but he grabbed the pig, man. And he was just like, he just yelled, he just yelled out to the dogs. He's like, "Get ahead, get ahead!" And they just like dropped the pig and just take off dude just roll out right and so it was silent all the dogs were gone and then he's tying this pig to bar him and then we just hear bark, 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 like off in the distance where they just rolled out and caught up to that sounder and bait another one dude so right. i was like that is so awesome like i thought yeah. okay it's, it's over we caught one we're done he's just like get ahead get ahead and they all took off and just freaking bait another one that's so some good dogs pig, let him go That's some good dogs. I mean, there's a lot of people that'll say they can do that, you know, and it's not unheard of by any measure. It's just, you know, hearing somebody say they can, you know, their dogs will release and get ahead on their own, you know, like when you have a hog in hand. Now, if there's no hog, you kill one, you throw it in the back of the truck. It's been a while and you say, okay, go. Yeah. All right. That's pretty standard. But to, like you say, have a hog in hand, a squilling, flopping hog in hand. And I got this one, go get the next one. That's that's when it's an efficient machine right there. that, so, man, that's awesome. You got to see that. Well, yeah, I okay. So then I, what happened? Then yeah, what happened? So I freaking, I couldn't believe like, okay, I go into with No, I have no idea what it's going to be like, dude. Like, I, I don't know. So like, to me, that was just like, oh, that's what they do. So I was just like, okay, cool. Like I can respect, I'm sure that it takes a lot of training, right? It does. So he starts saying, get ahead, get ahead. They just took off. So I was like crazy. So I, this is how stupid I am, dude i'm kind of a little bish right so like i climbed this <laughs> i i climbed this tree yo he's gonna let out this 50 pound pig bard and I'm, i like climbed a tree dude to get away from him. <laughs> i'll admit it shamelessly dude danny and did you you said it python cowboy said it danny said it he's like dude pigs they're so overrated i was like i don't care man i'm climbing this tree <laughs> so well, that yeah. is the best thing to do a lot of people you know like try and outrun them or something that ain't gonna happen like you'll see a lot of veteran guys if they're trying to ease in on it they'll they'll take one hand and reach out and kind of grab a tree and then like go to the net and go from tree to tree because generally all you got to do is get your feet up and they'll like they'll yeah. Yeah. run right underneath you you know yeah so, and so you heard it here on houndsman xp folks i'm not i would not consider myself a coward but why do i need to put myself at risk i'm just gonna <laughs> climb a small tree and i'll be fine you so know did I mean? the pig did the pig tree you no, did it, it just did took it, off. Did it it, it just ran off the second he let it go. It just took off, dude. I wanted so, to have like a nice chop or something, you know. I want. I wanted, I wanted the story where you, like, you know, you make was he was he paw, hoofs up on the tree? Yeah, right, dude. All right, I was hoofs up on the tree. So here's go. the thing. We're gonna we're gonna get down this road because the whole barring thing. It's the first time I've ever even heard of all that. Mm-hmm. So and I learned a lot. And and I. Really was pretty lucky because man, I saw some crazy stuff, and we'll get there, dude. Because I want to talk about the barring thing, okay? Um, but anyway, so like the bay happened, I'm freaking pumped. The there's another bay off in the distance, and uh, Danny's like, grab, grab rubble, let's go. And I'm just like, hell yes. Yeah. So I jump out of the tree and I grab rubble, and we take off to the buggies, we drive down the road a little ways, and we walk in, we lead into the next bay, and they have one bayed, it's not caught, and uh. Well, it's kind of on and off caught. And I so I kind of figured it was the same size as the sounder we just broke apart. Anyway, he's just like, let Rubble go. And I was like, yes. Like, I really wanted to let the Bulldog (laughs) loose. You know, so I I unclipped Rubble and and sent him in. And that was badass. Pit bulls, they are. Bulldogs are so badass, dude. I I don't know. What is it about them that has that like mystique? Is it because they're warriors? Is it because they're gladiators? I don't know. Pretty man. much, man. Like and not much else. I mean, that's kind of they're a little bit a little, you know, they're they're very loyal, but a whole lot of hate and a whole lot of go for the critter <laughs> they've been trained, and like all the extras kind of shaved off, you know? They're kind of refined to just grab it and hold on to it and never turn loose of it, no matter what. You know, they're yeah, I love man. Too, man. I was just like, I, I really I mean, I just climbed a tree to get away from a 50 pound bar hog. (laughs) And then this thing is like looking at a 400 pound pig and is like, yeah, I'm going to take you on fool. Like with my face, face. I'm I'm going (laughs) to bite you in the face and with my face. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I agree, man. Anyway, there, there's something very, um, I don't know, very alluring about leading in those bulldogs. I, I don't know how to describe it. It's just cool, man. So anyway, um, we catch that pig. And, uh, man, we forgot our knives at the truck. Cause I was so pumped. This is the problem, man. I get so excited that I think everyone else does too. And yeah. so as soon as the buggy hit we all just took off towards the bay, right. we forgot our knives. So man, that's the luckiest pig in the world. We just let him go. <laughs> I right. didn't <couldn't> do anything <laughs> to him. We would have probably taken him out of the gene pool, but we didn't have any ability to do that. So Danny <laughs> just called his, cause then dude, it was late in the day. And I was like, Hey Danny, like these were long races. He's so nice. He was like, we can keep hunting if you want. I can tell him to get ahead. And I was like, nah, let's, um, let's call it for the day. I was like, I'm hungry. And then also like, man, we got a lot of hunting ahead of us. Let's save your dogs. So he's like, all right, cool. So instead of telling him to get ahead, he just told him to stick around and and they just stand there. We, they came off the pig and then his cur dogs just kind of stayed there and circled around and just kind of stood there. And then we let the pig go and we just called them and they just came with us back to the buggy and loaded up. And uh, we took the bulldog back and loaded him up and we called it for the day. And that was my first taste of like coming into a bay and dude, it's, that was a that was just like dipping your toes in the water because it got way crazier. So we ended up catching 17 on the whole trip. Wow. Nice. And, uh yeah, yeah. So we caught two on the first day, two on the second day, and then 14 at Pigapalooza, man. It was <laughs>
1: Pigapalooza.
0: <laughs> dude, he's like, I'm taking you to my favorite spot on the last day. So anyway, that was super cool. So long story short, I just Man, it is awesome, 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 awesome. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's uh, the, the you're I like to talk about the walk in too, you know. And I know you've been you've been referencing it a bunch. And like, how to how to quite describe it to me? It's like as you're walking in with the bulldog, either pulling on you or walking respectfully. Either I'll take either. You know, I like them to be well mannered. <laughs> you know, but at that point, yeah. you're, you're 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 you know. I actually you find sometimes. <laughs> I actually find sometimes if the dog's pulling a little bit, you get hung up in the bushes a lot less. Whereas like I've had some that were like hyper respectful and they were like healing beside me and they ended up on the wrong side of the tree, like every stinking time, you know? So it's almost like pull a little bit, a very little bit. Don't pull me off. I want my, you know, I'd like for my, like my wife to be able to pull them in, you know, leash walk them in, but I don't want, I don't, you know, but I don't want them so slackly should they get hung up, you know? And, yeah. But then my point, though, is like as you're coming in, as you're getting close enough to wherever you let that particular catch dog go from, wh- what distances? I mean, he might not have even cared. It might have just been case by case. But did he have a set distance? Did he like to turn loose from So here's the thing, man, walking into the Bay actually isn't as easy as you'd think because of the tangle of brush. And I'm just going to, I'm going to say it right now, dude, East Texas brush sucks, dude. (laughs) Like the briars. So we, okay. So day one was a dream. We caught these pigs in a cattle ranch. The understory was clear. I was able to literally run at full speed up to the Bay. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, The second day we're hunting in a swamp palmetto thicket. And so Danny was like, we're not going to catch a lot of pigs here, but there's big pigs here. Okay? okay. So I was like, okay, cool. And, and so the walk-in varies between like a dream come true to a total on your hands and knees nightmare getting yeah. slashed, dude, my arms are so cut up, man. Yep. And I <laughs> yep. wore a heavy Wrangler shirt to, to kind of slick off those briars and claws. And it still tore me up, dude. And I'll be honest, I wasn't being super careful. I was really excited and kind of rushing through the brush, just protecting my face mostly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the I also, man, at Pigapalooza, I walked in on a bay, so stupid, man, because I thought I was getting better. It seemed like every time I walked into the bay to try to get footage, because Danny was like, go ahead and get footage. So I like snuck up so I could try to get footage of the bulldogs attacking the pigs. And I was like, Every time I was in the wrong spot or I just couldn't get the right footage or I couldn't see the pig very well, I could just see the the curves running around. So, like, then I was like, I'm going to get a little ballsier and try to get really close. And, dude, I, one of the times at Palooza, they had this big boar. It was super. I walked into the wood lot and I could smell that stinky dude. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, there's a boar in here for sure. And I wasn't even close to the bay yet. Anyways, I came around the corner in the bay. I was, like, on my hands and knees and I came out into this, like, little clearing and I was looking right at him, point blank, dude. He was like 30 feet away from me, staring right at me. <laughs> and he bolted, man. He bolted. Yeah. I broke the bay. I was like, dang it. And I knew when I saw him, he I, I probably screwed up because I was trying to get too close because curs were like whizzing around me and stuff. Like, oh, yeah. I was super close. So patrons, I was trying to get some great footage, but nah, I screwed it up. So there is like a happy medium. You do have to kind of like sneak in on the bay. I thought the dogs had him... Yeah, you know, I thought a bay was like they had him bayed, like he's gonna stay. But nah, dude, they'll no, nah, they could break gone. away whenever they want to. It's like a the <laughs> linebacker. They'll have two or three dogs hanging off their hind end. You know, like, they'll, they they <laughs> yeah. can choose to stop. You know, but if they see a human, a lot of times, especially if they've ever been caught before or pressured really hard, they're they're gonna go eh, if they can. You know, even with like two curs hanging off their hind end, they'll just drag them yeah. through the bushes. You know, and that's the thing, man. How easily he just plowed through that brush was pretty impressive man those things are pigs are badass I again I'm saying it here first but superior life form status I feel like feral pigs can really give hares a run for their money <laughs> they're incredible animals man they're badass mm-hmm. and so what sucked is they stopped that big boar quick and then he just ran after he saw me he was like no way and he took off it took him almost a mile to get him stopped again Mm -hmm. so yeah i was like dang i ruined that but everyone was super cool they didn't care but anyway um yeah so back to day two these are like it's like swampy bottomlands very Mm -hmm. moist sludgy water i didn't you know yemi told me straight up he's like anytime there's palmetto thickets it's gonna be like swampy mud Mm -hmm. so i was like this ground was like 80 percent palmettos man (laughs) dang it so um We hunted quite a while before we finally got into the pigs. Um, The dogs really had to hunt like long ranges. Sniper ran like five miles, dude, before Mm. he finally got on a pig. And um, he was ranging out a long way. Anyway, um, we caught this huge bar hog. And when I ran up on that bay, uh, I just could not, I was not ready for a bar hog. I didn't know, you know, (laughs) Danny talked about it a bunch. He talked about them and like the whole reason about them. And and again, I'd like to, this is a good time. We'll go into that bars thing. Cause to me, that's like totally foreign as a guy who's hunted mostly in North Texas barring there. I've never heard of barring there. And here it's like normal, like people bar all the time. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's like totally an acceptable and normal and very widely practiced thing. I mean, every property we went to, everyone's like, bar them, bar them. And we're just like, okay. And I mean, that's just what do this freaking bar hog, dude. His belly was like 10 inches off the ground. Like, this is the fattest pig I've ever seen. Like I can't right. even believe a wild pig can get so fat. They and don't. He did That's didn't. all. The, that's all life is to them. Then it's getting <laughs> fat, man. <laughs> yeah. They the the phrase was they take their mind off ass and they put it on grass. That's yeah. the that's the thing. And so yeah, yeah I, I was just his cheeks look like a Vietnamese potbelly pig. Like he was mm-hmm. like so fat. And the cut. Cutters- what surprised me is they can. Yeah, huge teeth, huge teeth. Yeah, and I, I just could not believe that. And he's like, "Dude, they don't fight anymore. Mm-hmm. So when they stop, they stop doing boar things. All they do is sleep and eat and leave everyone alone and just hide and just live their life." And so, I was just blown away the size of this thing. It was so fat and huge, dude. Way taller than a normal boar hog, mm-hmm. but so clean, didn't stink. Didn't have fleas on him or ticks or anything disgusting. He was super clean animal. And I was like, whoa. So um, we tied him and left him. And everyone's like, this is what we eat. Like all these guys were like, we come back and eat these huge bar hogs. This is why we bar them. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And the meat quality was unbelievable. So good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Um, they do a lot of cool stuff, man. I I was really, really impressed with the, the herd management. You know, they, they mostly finish sows off. Um, but if they have a particularly beautiful pig that has like beautiful markings or like we caught one that was black with ice blue eyes, right? How cool is that? (laughs) That's that I've never seen. Like, apparently that's really rare. Yeah. Yeah. Very. And so they were like, no, add him to the gene pool. Like, that's cool. We'll let him out. And I was like, that is super rad. To like make cool looking pigs. Mm-hmm. And so uh we barred a bunch of boars. Uh we only caught one sow, and I wasn't a part of that catch. So they stuck her, but um they let we got we barred all the boars that we, you know, were like, hey, these would be good meat, barred them and turn them loose. And one boar that had like beautiful color markings, turn them loose. Intact and then, otherwise, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah intact. Yeah. yeah. Cause
0: he's there like, hey, he'll make cool pigs, like cool, yeah. beautiful looking pigs. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, that's rad, dude. Why not? And I think, you know, I got my interviewer hat on and I asked, I said, why, you know, why, why can you be in good conscience, let pigs out? And they're like, well, around here, it's not super duper ag. It's like Mm -hmm. all piney woods and palmetto thickets. Like there's no, they're not causing this crazy ecologic, I'm sorry, economic damage that they are in North Texas, where it's like tons of ag. And so in North Texas, they're just like, kill all of them. But there, they're just like, no, they're a resource that we manage just like a deer herd. That's right. And so we bar, yeah. And I thought that's that's really cool. I really like culture. I love the cultures of people, how they change throughout the world. And I thought that was rad. I mean, they're like, they're breeding beautiful, cool looking pigs. And they're putting out this extremely highly valued meat resource that cannot reproduce and Mm -hmm. contribute to the overpopulation of the wild hogs. And then years later, they come back and they harvest him for meat, and it's like three hundred and fifty <laughs> pound fat ass bar hog, like just chilling in the dirt. You know, like I I couldn't believe it. It was it's so cool. It's paying so dividends back. Mark. It's like an investment. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes, it's like it's a, a four hundred one k. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yes. Exactly. And so, um, we caught that bar hog. We tied him, and we're like, hey, we'll mark him. We'll come back for him. And so then we loaded up the hounds, we took them back up to the truck and uh we we let them rest, we took them back to the buggy, let them rest, and uh we hunted all day, we caught another monster bar hog, monster monster bar hog, but they were like um I got pictures of them, dude. He they're they're like barrels on like a foot tall legs cuz their stomachs are so fat. And um we turned them loose. We were just like, "Now nah, we'll 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 and we'll cash out this bank account later dude right um we already got <laughs> one big bar hog for meat let's just let him go so we just let him go man i was like that's really rad actually and the landowner was like i love bars he's the one the landowner was like bar every boar you catch we love bar hogs we love eating them and so um just bring us meat from bar hogs and we're happy and mm-hmm. so uh that's what we did it was really rad so different strokes for different folks i hadn't i'd never even heard of of and and uh Danny can borrow a hog really quickly. It's a like, it's a quick operation, own, isn't right? it? You know, you think you got to like, oh, ten. we need a we need a we need an overhead light and set up a table. No, it, you could you could do it on one leg if you <laughs> if you're good at it. You know, how fast was he ten, at? Ten it? seconds. Yeah, there you go. Ten. Did seconds. he go back through the same hole or did he make another cut? Two two slits. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and some people done. go through yep. and I don't think it really makes that much of it but I don't know if you know they'll, they'll they'll cut they'll cut one out and then go into that same hole and then off to the side to get the other one so that there's only one oh, okay you know but I Honestly, yeah, yeah. The first thing they're gonna do is go slap it in a mud pit anyway. I don't think you're, I That's don't think you're exactly saving Exactly what in. Danny said. Yeah, it's a very it's, yeah. yeah. There you go. Great minds think alike, Danny. <laughs> um, he's like the first thing they do is go stick their butt in mud. Like yeah. I was like, yeah, So He's like, we you cut you slash, squeeze, cut slash squeeze cut, and then spray some silver spray on it if you have some, uh-huh. and let him go. And not bite it. He wasn't squealing anything. He was just like nah yeah just like <laughs> and dude. took off so and nobody bit it. Off, dude. nobody bit it though no no oh no oh, yeah no no biting dude <laughs> nobody biting? no biting dude oh god no no. biting dude uh. <laughs> they didn't get they didn't try and get you to bite it off huh oh man i'm gonna have to talk no to them. biting brother absolutely not <laughs> i am no and you couldn't pay me enough to bite a pig's <laughs> freaking testicle dude that is or, what yeah what are the, the tubes absolutely not dude i was climbing up a tree from a javelina sized wild hog you think about bite one's balls are you crazy? <clears throat> you're uh, right oh uh, so anyway that's hilarious yeah and i was like I, and i asked the guys around the pig i was like hey would you rather be barred or just killed as a boar and he, uh, it was so funny the answers i got Chad, would you rather be barred and turned loose or oh, killed straight up? It depends on the circumstances. Uh, like, is there an option to like fight it out to the death? I don't. I don't want to just be executed, you know. But like, <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, need a third well, option. You got here, your yeah. chance before the bulldogs. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. They told me ahead of time, like, hey, if you get caught, one of the two is going to happen. Then I'd probably just fight it out personally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to say it right now, dude. I'd rather be a bar hog, and I'll tell you why. Because once you're barred and you're stupid, like a hog, yeah. you don't know any better. So yeah. you're just oh, like, oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, your brain chemistry changes. Yeah. And you're just like, now all of a sudden, I'm I happy. just wanna eat and hang out. Yeah. You know, yeah. I Buddha. wanna watch the Gilmore girls eat chocolate <laughs> and hang out. You know what I'm Gilmore saying? girls. <laughs> and so, oh my gosh. <laughs> and, <so, clears throat> and so, yeah, that's that's fine. That's cool. That's, and so, that's um, too anyway, funny. yeah. So this the second bar hog we caught had an ear tag dude or someone tagged him like uh, numbered or 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 like was it a clip or an actual like cattle tag like a cattle tag okay was it and here's another thing here's what's funny when you really get into folks some folks managing them they'll actually do the uh um the bug repellent tags you know so they're numbered and they actually have you know whoa whatever you'd say i don't know insecticide is that the right word for it you know but like a a, yeah a a treatment there you go whatever but And it's still not going to keep them all off of them, but it'll help with the lice and a bunch of other stuff, you know? So, like, sometimes you'll even get n- numbered, treated tags, ear tags on them, you know? That's pretty cool. Or, and <laughs> other folks, awesome. notch them. You know, did they notch any? Did, did, yes, yes, yes. We had notched hogs ears. Yes, yes okay. some of the bogs, bar hogs had notched ear tags. And that's and like a little signature, notch yours. Yeah. Yeah. And know, that's a little signature, you know, and there's some overlap in like highly populated areas, but for the most part you could tell where Jimmy notches his and Fred notches his, you know, and, and so yep. on and so yep. forth. And it kind of, uh, it's really neat when you, you know, you, I, Hey, I barred this hog, you know, like this is what yeah, I did, yeah. you know, like, so that's, that's kind of neat. Was, and so, yeah, that was, it was also really cool because Danny's kind of a pig wizard and he was, he, he was cool. I like to, I'm going to apologize to him right now on air. I asked thousands of questions. I'm no, sure it, not set. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. But every time we'd get a bay, I'd be like, what do you think it is? Like it kind of became like a running joke and dude, I'll give him credit. He was right every time. And you so, can just tell uh, by the intensity of the bay,
2: yes, you know, the barking exactly. and
0: the, the, the way they worked it, you know? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Good. And, and That's so awesome. I was like, yeah, I was super impressed with that. But anyway, so um we we wrapped up day two. The dogs were pretty sore. Uh Blaine's dogs uh didn't run quite as much as Danny's, but they still covered some ground because he got there a little later in the day. And Blaine's dogs actually bade both of those hogs. So thank you, Blaine. I'm glad you came, brother. We were just in the wrong place and and Blaine led out in good spots, and his dogs were really nice. They did their job. Uh so Danny, we went home. We were going to have a crawfish boil, but we were too tired. I've never eaten crawfish before, and I really wanted to, but uh, I just we didn't get to it, which kind of bummed me out. But at the same time, I was super happy to kick it with Danny's family and hang out at their house because they have a beautiful home, and it was very relaxing. So I'm happy we stayed in. Uh, It was really fun to just kick it at his house. And Danny was Mm -hmm. like, all right, I'm taking you to Candyland. He's like, we're going to go to a ranch with some cool guys. And there, he's like, last time we there, we did a 24-hour hunt, and we caught 89. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And them boys are busy, huh? Yeah, That's yeah. Nice. He's like, literally, you're tying and running to the next bay as fast as you can move. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was like, oh, my gosh. So, okay, we get to Candyland in the morning. I'm tired but pumped. <laughs> so, we meet some cool guys. We uh, we meet Henry. We meet London. We meet Rigan, And – uh We go out there, we start turning out dogs and dude, I mean, we have a bay in like five minutes. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) it was run up to the first bay. Um, If if you guys remember on the Insta stories, I'm pouring sweat. I I literally could not post the stories fast enough. I ran, I walked into my first, we got into the bay. Okay. Everyone, I want you to imagine this with me. This is a cattle ranch. It's beautiful, rolling, gorgeous rolling meadows. And then these stands of like super thick woods in like a circle. So they're islands of heavy timber with like watered bottoms surrounded by these gorgeous open pastures. So we can just like haul ass in our buggies from one bay in this crazy wood patch to another. And so all day long, they're just overrun with pigs. Their meadows are totally rooted all up. And so we haul ass to the first wood, wood lot. We get out, I lead in rubble. This has become my favorite thing to do is lead rubble. So I, I I lead in rubble and, uh, and I, and then they're like, all right, turn him loose. I turn loose rubble. He catches the first hog. We run up. It's a boar hog. Um, uh, I can't remember what happened. You know what? Honestly, I didn't stay for the aftermath. Everyone, there was so much help there and everyone was so cool. They were just like, uh, just go Seth, go to the next bay. Run Seth. And I was just like, yay. (laughs) And so like, yeah i didn't have to do any work and i'm sure a lot of the listeners already know but guys make sure you're hunting with lots of young people because those (laughs) young guys like they were more than happy to do all of the heavy lifting and what great hosts they were i didn't have to lift a finger they were treating me like a correspondent for 60 minutes or something i was just i'd get there uh, the first pig this this guy london like jumped on this thing and just i don't know what happened i just took off running and so uh he jumped on and caught it and then they were just like go go to the next bay because the dogs already had one another group bayed. um they these some of the dogs didn't have to even be told to get ahead as soon as the bulldog hit they let go of the pig and just took off mm-hmm. and so um i uh i went to the next bay and they released some bulldogs on this pig and the pig broke bay before the bulldogs got there. And so this long foot race happens. So there's a GoPro footage on the Patreon page of me just like running through the woods at like full steam ahead, uh, running, running, running. I, I felt like a freaking thoroughbred. I was like, this is going to be good footage, man. I like jumped this creek. It came out all cool on the GoPro. Ah, very nice. <laughs> anyway, 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 it's so stupid. So I get to the bay. <laughs> I get to the catch. The bulldogs caught the pig. They're way faster than you would think. Pigs and bulldogs. And and the bulldogs actually caught the pig. And, uh, I got there, I was super sweaty, so I wasn't going to run to the next bay yet. And, uh, we got there and, and again, man, uh, they, they tied that pig and barred him and then, uh, let him go. And then we go up to the buggies rest. And then, man, there's just bays everywhere. I mean, there's dogs just <laughs> this, this woman, I, I cannot remember her name. It's Riggins mom. Uh, I cannot remember her name to save my life. And I apologize uh she had a lot of really nice dogs and dude she's just like i got four bays pick which one you want to go to and i was just like uh okay i look at the garment i like that one so we just like go to that one and then i run in there and let they had bulldogs and they had this old bulldog no no uh who henry had this old bulldog and it's i mean it was like an eight-year-old bulldog and that thing it did not care, man. Like you could tell he was showing its age. I mean, his back legs were not as strong as it once was, but just a fearless warrior. I mean, absolutely fearless, you know, right? I, I don't know. He was telling you about bulldogs. There's just something about, it. I gravitated to those dogs and uh, man, we unclipped him and he ran down there to, to catch this big hog that bait in this big, big boar hog bait in a river, like in a stream. And he jumped down into that water and I don't know what it is if the pig kind of like the boar like saw him and kind of zeroed in on his intense body language or what, but those two just ran at each other and met in this creek at full steam ahead. Both of them just boom hit each other, and of course the pig is way bigger and stronger. But right, dude, that old that old boy got rocked, jumped up and just smashed into that pig like nothing even happened, and I was just like,
2: Damn. got him caught. Got him oh caught? yeah he had yeah him caught. yeah dude
0: awesome and i just had nice. great respect i was like dude this old boy man he's like the equivalent of like a 60 year old man he's just like give him to me let's do this you know right <laughs> it was sick dude I, I i was just blown away by their 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 bravery their intensity i don't know man i just like bulldogs they are cool so anyway um he got the pig caught and then Man, this guy, London, He, I was on the bank. I'm not getting in the water, dude. No, I'm sorry. And this guy just ran and jumped on the back of this pig and just started going to town on him. I was like, this guy's <laughs> badass. He's like on its back, just ba ba ba, and just going to town on it because the it was a dangerous situation for the dogs. They caught him in the water and the, the curs were piling all over him. And that's how apparently dogs get hurt. Yeah, so no like bulldog eating. there to, to hold the head. So it was just they cur dogs. Have, they had the bulldog there that old one but he's really old yeah and and he's like i didn't want to take a chance and get a cur dog hurt bad and so he's just like i had to finish the pig off but Mm -hmm. man he that kid is a badass man he's tall he's like six five and he just jumped on that sucker and started going to town on him and i was like i am so glad these dudes are here i was useless man it was a big boar
1: and i wasn't gonna grab him hell no (laughs) like i don't know what i'm doing dude i got yeah
0: yeah anyway
1: the Houndsman XP Podcast Network is powered by Cajun Lights. All of your lighting needs for hunting can be taken care of at Cajun Lights. They have three models of cap lights. I'm going to run through them real quick. You've got the Rogaroo, which is their high-end light. If you're a competition hunter and you got to find that coon up in a tree and it's all riding right, on finding that coon, you'll want the Rogaroo on your head. Next is the Bayou. That's a pretty standard light, but it's got packed with features. It's got multiple colors. It's got walking lights. It's got the red, the green, the amber. It's all built in right into that light. And then you have one of my personal favorites, the Micro Gator. The Micro Gator is an ultra lightweight cap light. It's got all the features of a white light, red, green, and amber. I've used this light for everything from finding bear tracks early in the morning to coon hunting at night to working on plumbing in the house changing tires on the side of the road my truck doesn't leave the driveway without a cajun light in it and that light is the micro gator every cajun light is durable made from the highest quality components and it is backed by cajun's top rated customer service check out cajun lights you can go to our website at houndsmanxp.com go to our sponsors page hit that link it'll take you right to cajun lights check them out they got a lot of stuff to offer over at Cajun Lights. That's one of the things that, can, like, like you say, that can happen. Especially if the if
0: the dog's older or tired, you know, like the bay break, like you said earlier. Sometimes if you least the, you know, unclip the catch dogs and they're on their way in and they break and then run another mile and then you know your catch dog's there but tired, they can control the head a little less, you know, because that's that's one of the main points of the bulldog is to grab the ear and, and hold it. And as long as something's holding that head still, relatively still they don't have the freedom of movement to throw those tusks around, you know, and that's when your cur dogs get hurt, you know? Mm -hmm. And if the bulldog's tired or older, sometimes they'll walk with the, with the hog a little bit or, or, you know, move with them, you know, as opposed to if he's fresh, he's going to lock on and just hang and pull his hardest and, you know, try and try and control the head and prevent the range of motion, you know, that can get your other dogs in some trouble. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, no, it it wasn't just for, to put on a show, he probably was, you know, stepping up, you know? Oh, yeah. And that's the cool thing. I really, these guys were so humble and cool. All of them, every single one of them. No, no, I felt like nobody was there trying to look like a badass. I felt everyone was really doing it right. And, 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 and yeah, he wasn't even, I don't know if he even knew I was there. But he was just there to protect those dogs. And I give that guy, he's a human bulldog. He jumped on that sucker and I was like, dude, this guy's a badass. And apparently (laughs) not the only one because, and this is the last like in-depth story I'll tell. One of the bays we didn't get to, uh, one of Danny's dogs, Sniper, was off running around. Uh, He's a recurring name, as you can tell. Sniper's a badass. So Sniper ran off and was hunting a different section of the ranch with some other dogs. And uh, they baited this hog. And this is just one of the ones we didn't go to. Um, We got a call and this is when I, and and I first met uh, Regan. He was like, um, they caught this monster, monster bar hog. And I could tell on the phone, just the way they were talking and on speaker that they were extremely excited. And they were like, this bar is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. You guys need to come. So we were like, oh, dang. So instead of telling the dogs to get ahead, we called everyone in, let them rest for a minute, get some water. And we brought the dogs in. We hauled ass over to where they had this big bar caught. Um, this guy, this kid Riggin, caught, jumped on this bar and killed the bar. Um, it was so fat that his blade had trouble getting through to the, to the hogs, like vitals, but he obviously succeeded. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Chad Reynolds, this bar was over 400 pounds and it's tusks looped around and came through its cheek and into its jawbone. (laughs) Yeah, that's a big one. He's been around for a little while. Dan, Danny was like, "I've been hunting pigs my like for decades," and he's like, "This is the biggest bar hog I've ever seen," and and like everyone around was like, "You're good luck, dude." I don't know what it is, but like we've had more crazy stuff happen this week, and this thing, I I posted pictures, guys. It's all again, it's all on the Patreon page. It was on the Insta stories. Those tusks look like handles. You could like grab onto them and like pick up his head. the The tusks grew into his jawbone, so you can see the hole like through his cheek, oh, and this gosh. thing you couldn't even get a pin raised pig that fat. I mean, you could, duh, but like I mean, it had an 8, so we butchered that all. Obviously, we butchered that pig for meat. Yeah. Huh? 8 inches of belly fat, dude. 8 inches thick. there you go. Anybody make lard out there? Any, any any work with that or did they put it to the side or uh, heck, they probably had pens, you know. And um well, I don't know. He was dead obviously, so mm-hmm. I I don't know, man, what I don't know. I have no idea what they did with the meat. Gotcha, but everyone gotcha. was very excited. Let's just say that. Everyone was like,
1: oh my God,
0: these are going to be the best, like meaty, juicy. I mean, that thing was, it looked like a cow's footprints. I mean, its hooves were enormous. This was a giant animal. And Man, it's I'm belly. Now. Dude, I know. I really <laughs> was blown away. And and there's a lot of jokes, Chad Reynolds. There's a lot of jokes about you on the, on the, on the, um, so I interviewed Danny, obviously, and uh, all right, We all talked right. in he's making fun of you not making fun of i'm making fun of but he's uh they don't eat boar hogs there bro no 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 (laughs) well you know if they if they got if they got the bar hogs all over the place and they're spoiled by choice and that's not a bad thing not like they're you know i'm just saying if they have all the options then yeah why not you know but yeah he's like you can let chad and the florida guys have all those boar hogs is that right (laughs) oh well (laughs) <clears> you'll, hear, each it. Their you'll own. hear it up each their up own. you know they sure as heck know what they're talking about over there but yeah it was uh it was it was amazing how clean uh those bar hogs were i honestly oh, yeah. i'd prefer to eat a bar only because i was taught by texans so i see a boar hog and i'm like ugh. but i would like to do this chad let's catch a huge nasty disgusting rank boar taint boar hog uh-huh. And let's cook him, dude. I want to have my yeah. mind changed. You know I'm an adventurous yeah. eater. 100 percent man. It it's too easy, you know? Too easy. <clears throat> so we'll anyway, we, we'll have to make yeah, it. Yeah, I would love to. I we barred, we 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 killed that last monster bar hog. And then, anyways, guys, we caught 10 more pigs. Uh I I had a in this episode too, you're gonna hear a short interview with uh with my buddy Rigan. he's 15. He's out there, he's been hunting since he was a fetus, quite literally. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's a cool kid, man. I was so glad that boy was there. I was calling him the American Eagle because uh, we got up to this catch, and uh, I was so glad that kid was there, man. I was beat from running around in that heat. I'm just not used to that humidity. And uh I, I, I uh he had two bulldogs that you could walk in. They didn't need to be led. Um, they walked they healed with him and then he gave him the command. Yes, off leash. Good cool stuff, nice. Yeah. And so I was really impressed. One of his catch dogs. Well, I'll let him explain. It's really cool. And so uh, I have it on film again, but mm-hmm. he just led those dogs in and uh, boom, they they got this pig. They broke the pig broke bay. The bulldogs ran him down and caught him in the water. By the time I ran around, got out there to see what was going on, this kid had already stripped down to his skibbies and jumped in there and caught that boar hog by the back legs in the water and he was wearing underwear that had American Eagle like huge in bold like on the waistband. So I was like, "This kid, this kid's the American Eagle man." <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, that'd make a great advertisement right there. We ought to see That's that on a billboard somewhere, man. <laughs> you want to get sponsored by American Eagle Hounds and XP? We got some badass little fellas out there smoking big boar hogs in their skivvies.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, man, That's that was nice. Yeah, so he's a he's a uh, he he's the one that killed that humongous bar hog. And then uh, he he caught that big boar hog and tied him in his underwear. So, uh, Riggin, glad you came, buddy. You're a fast little dude. You can work through the underbrush quickly. So, uh, glad you were there. Anyway, guys, that was it. I had an amazing time. I it am, sounds like it. I definitely am going back. And Danny was like, we're not going to go to my hard spots. I wanted you to experience it. And now, every time we go back, Shout out to Henry. It was his property. He is. We made great friends with Henry. Danny already knew him, but I felt like we got really close. And he was like, "You're welcome back anytime. Let's go hunting." So, guys, next time I go back, we're going straight to Candyland right off the bat, and we're gonna just have an apocalypse. An apocalypse. Yeah. Nice. So it, it was awesome, you guys. I had an amazing time, and uh, lead in bay dog, or I'm sorry, bay dogs lead in catch dogs. It's my favorite way. I'm gonna say it right now. Oh gosh, you heard it here! Oh man, it's my favorite way to hunt a pig. Yep, yep, it's awesome. So it it was incredible, Chad. If there's anything you need to ask me now, now's the time, brother. But I just laid my soul out. It was just so fun. Yeah, you gotta come next time. Oh, (laughs) I got. Yeah, I really wanted to go this time too. I just could not swing it, you know. But I, yeah, if. Yeah, you know, I'm jealous as heck. How about that? You know, so I have, have to make time for the next one. But I do, I do have a few questions. What kind of curves? I mean, you know, a lot of times they could be crossed up, or the manly black mouse, or some Catahoula's running around. A lot of times you can get mixes of the two. Like, what were they working with there, predominantly? Uh, mostly cur dogs. Um, and then obviously in the interview with Danny, he's gonna break it down a little bit more. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but mostly curse. Yep, mostly either straight up black mouth curs or uh some slight mixes. And I can't remember exactly. So, uh, what the crosses were, but Mm -hmm. Danny broke. Danny breaks it down. Okay, good. Yep. Um, let's see that, and then like you said, side by sides, pickup trucks. You know, like side by sides with the king. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Side so by nice. sides of the king. You yeah. see some cool rigs, cause that you see some brilliant, like, glory gloryful yeah. <laughs> redneckery on some rigs. Sometimes some <laughs> yeah. of them are super clean. You, know, you know. Yeah. But every now and then you see some contraptions. Mine used to be hanging off the sides of four wheelers, where I'd have like three or four dogs buckled down to the front of it, you know, and into the back as well. It 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 can be it could be it can be pretty uh, glorious. These guys had to some witness. sick. Sick rigs, man. They, they had Can-Am defenders with nice metal dog boxes and shout out to the bulldogs again, riding on top, clipped in. Some of them clipped in, some of them not. Some of them just rode up there, but they rode uh-huh. all day on the tops of those rigging boxes. And uh, man, they just rode all day. I mean, uh-huh. we driving through crazy thick brush. They're smart. They just duck down, get underneath the rig box where they are protected. And then they just stand back up again when they're right. out of the bushes. Like whack-a-mole. And they just pop right back up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, nice setups. Um, everyone had sweet can-ams and uh boxes. And they were like, Oh, Seth, like, man, you need a you need a razor. And I was like, dude, I can't afford a can-am, bro. I got a beat down old donkey of a buggy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Mine's old is fifteen thousand miles on it, son. You push the gas down and it it doesn't roar, it coughs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, 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 you know. But it gets the job done. But so. side by yeah, side it was awesome. for the main, the main, the main form. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, that's yeah. one of the best ways to go. There's light and you Absolutely. Can get through all the mud real yep. easy and the whole bit. Bingo. Um, so, all right. Well, that was mainly it. I was really curious. I I, I look forward to hearing about the, the dog breakdown too. We don't have to answer that twice, you know, but uh, uh, that and the rigs, that's mainly what I was interested in. The bar hogs. Do they, they uh, I, there's some people that actually have bar barring knives where the points taken off of it, you know? so the, the, you know <laughs> you know so it, you know it's a nice straight blade you know almost like uh like a shaving blade you know oh uh, okay uh uh i wasn't sure if you no, saw we just those had fancy ones, pants things running nope. around now nope. no, <laughs> yeah we they just had a good old-fashioned sheath knives that uh made them good old-fashioned bar hogs and quickly. i like i noticed some of the videos you were taking and pictures you know the way they tied their pigs is different from the way i did it i'm i'm I was really, really interested in how they they did that. It looked like a slip knot on one, and then uh, like hitches going to the next, and then you know, and then there was a length long enough to tie you know up somewhere to keep them from standing up because they can. Like even I've had them shimmyed inches from the front right, inches from the back left, and the front left's inches from the back right, and they can get up and like. You know, I are like, they'll, they'll like <laughs> we're like inch, inch, inch away. You know, they, they can't do it. Tip-toe away, yeah. dude. Yeah. Um, that's so that can't, that's something I used to like to do too, is like, you know, just put a leash through the bottom and tie it up so that they can't really stand up or put them on a hill or something. But I thought that though, with the yellow ropes, right. Mm-hmm. I thought, yep. okay, yep. yeah, we'll have to get them to come back later and break down the way they tie. Cause everybody's got their own little style with that too, you know? Their own their own little kung fu yeah. knot or whatever you want to call it. You know, but I, I you know we'll have to get we'll have to get them to the break it down. It might be a trade secret. Some folks don't like to share. Uh, but um no, really guys are cool. About that as well. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that's all I got, man. Yeah. Great story. I I can't hear the can't wait to hear the rest of it. I mean, I pretty much laid it all bare, man. I, I don't think I left anything out except okay. for you know just the repeat broken record of me leading into a an bay. Breathing and my heart pounding and letting a bulldog go, but it's incredibly fun. I'm going to openly admit, uh, definitely in my top four favorite ways to hunt with dogs, period, like of all time. Yeah. Um, so far that I've experienced on these really wonderful travels I've had, um, It was amazing. And I'm definitely coming back. So love the footage. If you guys love the footage, there's going to be a lot more coming and maybe Mr. Reynolds will be standing next to me and Chris Powell too. Chris was like, Hey, you better invite me next time. You crazy guy. And I was like, (laughs) absolutely. So maybe it'll be a hounds on XP rendezvous. Here we go. And we'll have ourselves a good old fashioned HXP (laughs) apocalypse. That's it. That hasn't gotten old yet. (laughs) (laughs) I dig it. Anyway, guys, I say, hey, let's let's roll in and let uh, Danny Butts himself kind of I interviewed him and uh, I I worked hard to make sure that uh, my recap won't be a broken record. So you guys, uh, I asked him a lot of questions that I felt like I really wanted to hear from an expert dog dog man and uh, pig hunter. So uh, let's hear it. Me and Danny Butts coming back. I'm going to tell everyone now we were going to sit down and record in his house. We got home late every night and we were freaking exhausted. So this was recorded on the way to the airport. So there will be a little sounds of traffic in the background, but I hope you guys can still enjoy it. Hearing from hearing from Danny Butts himself and uh, yeah, just quick shout out again. I, I think this is really important. I met some really awesome people on this hunt. And so I just want to give a quick shout out. Thank you, Danny, for inviting me. Dustin Machado, you guys, you've heard him, Southern Trackers. He's the who invited me to East Texas first, treated me like family made me feel really welcome. And uh, I met Danny with Dustin. They both are Southern trackers and uh, you guys go back and listen to that blood trailing episode I did with Dustin. And there's lots of um, a bonus material on the Patreon page from that trip as well. And so thank you guys, you guys, are the best Henry, thanks for letting us come out on your land for P- a porkalypse, pigapalooza Candyland. That was the best. Uh, it was so fun and uh shout out to all the guys that came London, Again, all you guys. Uh, I know I'm missing a couple names. I apologize. Uh, you guys are awesome, and you guys made it a great time, and and really showed this uh, dusty New Mexico desert rat how fun it can be in the palmetto swamps. So, uh, without further ado, folks, let's roll right into Danny. And uh, yeah, thanks again, everyone. You guys. I'm gonna start this off by just saying this trip was so epic, so crazy, so pigorific, that we're gonna have to record on the drive to the airport. So there's gonna be some road noises, I'm sure. We're gonna just have to deal with that. We were gonna sit down and record last night, and Danny was like, "No," because tomorrow was gonna to be even more epic. That was today, and today was freaking crazy. Yeah, I can't even.
3: Dude, today was so fun. It was a good time. Good time.
0: I can't believe how many firsts you guys had with me here. I
3: feel like a lucky dude. Yeah. Yeah, you're very lucky. Everyone, not, was, not everyone gets to catch listed bars and blue-eyed hogs and teeth that wrap back into the hog's jaw. Yeah, you heard it here, you guys. Uh, one of these bars we
0: caught, it's teeth like wrapped into its own jaw, like into its molars.
3: Both sides, very rare.
0: How, okay, I got lots of questions here. How's an XP, you guys? There's a lot of pig hunters in the house. And I get it you guys, this is very, very fun. I want you, I'm gonna ask some simple pig questions. I wanna get everything laid out. Sometimes with these interviews, the um, terminology, some people can get lost. So let's break this down. First off, what is a listed hog?
3: Listed hog is a striped hog, like a, a ham. It's a Hampshire hog. So they have a white stripe or a white band around behind their shoulders from their shoulders back. Okay. What is a bar hog? Bar hog has been castrated. Oh. Boar hog that's been castrated. So I didn't know that. I
0: knew a baro was the term, but I never put it together. That bar means like a neutered hog. I always just thought it was an accent thing. Yep. They'd be like I caught this bar and I was like, you mean a boar? No, a bar, boy. And I was like, <laughs> uh, okay. So, of course, I didn't say you mean a boar, but that's what I was thinking in my head. So, okay, bar hogs are neutered hogs, you guys. And we came across quite a few of those.
3: Four four of them total.
0: Why do people bar hogs?
3: Uh, So we can eat them. Uh, They're very good eating after you catch them. If they've been been barred for a while, uh, the one that the teeth went back, they said they cut that off five years ago. Five years ago.
0: The carcass quality is insane. Yep. So fat.
3: Very, very, very fat. All they do is eat and sleep. The, the, and term, is, the term is takes their mind off
0: ass and puts it on grass. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we caught a black hog with blue eyes.
3: Sky blue. Very, very so bright crazy
0: Looked like he was wearing contacts, like blue contacts. I uh anyway, we got some of that out of the way you guys. I'm gonna say it right here. This trip was unreal. So much fun. My first time hunting daytime pigs uh, with the old school way. You guys know, here it all mixed up. I like to showcase the offbeat, the path less traveled, but I couldn't help myself. You guys remember my, my blood trailing episode with Dustin Machado and Danny Buzz here? Uh, and Danny was like, oh, I got some pig dogs. And Dustin was like, You should come. And then I came, and here I am. And yep. daytime pig hunting, that's. That's where I died. Why don't you uh, introduce yourself, brother, and tell us a little bit about yourself. How long have you have been running pig dogs?
3: Danny Butts. Uh, I've been around dogs my whole life, hunting dogs my whole life. I guess I got my, my first dogs to raise up whenever I was about 14 years old. I'm 31. I've been raising my own dogs ever since. So I've been doing it a long time, longer than a lot of the people that do it nowadays. Uh, what do you love about pig Oh just being in the woods in general. Those watching woods are watching my dogs being. work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just, they are. They're horrible. I'm just East Texas Briars. Yeah. Oh
0: man. Briars are like a vine, a mesquite vine. Yeah. I tripped on like 15 much. of those things. Not as much as Blaine's kid. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys good news. I tripped less than a seven-year-old.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. Barely. <laughs> it,
0: it's it's so fun and it's so exciting. I was, I was gonna ask you too, uh, have you hunted other types of hog hunting?
3: Oh yeah. <laughs> like oh, yeah. what? Uh, off a boat, done the, the marsh off the boats, and then out in West Texas, bunch of rock and mountain type stuff, Vanderpool, Utopia, very, very hard country on your dogs and their feet. Uh, I brought you to some of my harder stuff out here in East Texas. And then I showed you Candyland, oh. the, the difference.
0: I'll take the Candyland all <laughs> day every day. Even my dogs being
3: whooped from two days of hard, hard hunting, they yeah. Still, yeah. still produce hogs over there easy.
0: What dog do you think ran the most this, this trip? I, I'm going to say, I have my judge, I have my guess, and I promise everyone I'll be honest, what, who do you think ran the most? Sniper, I really. I was going to say one Sniper. Of yep.
3: One of the two.
0: Sniper had a habit of just going off and hunting, and then we had to be like, all right, Sniper, we're going to leave you, go to a bay, and then come back. Four hours later. <laughs> yep. Every time. Yeah, man, he can really cover some ground. A lot. What do you like in a good East Texas hunting
3: dog? Oh, uh, they gotta have brains and bottom for sure, and uh, a nose definitely helps with how how much the hogs travel. But you you seen that? What, what kind of, of nose they, you looking for? Uh, not too cold, but something cold enough where they can trail hogs from the from the evening before or night before something that'll know there's hogs in the area go hunting and see if I can get you know cross a different hotter track put pigs at the end of it
0: I don't know what you're talking about dude these races aren't long at all bro yeah yours weren't <laughs>
3: you're as lucky as they come yeah Danny Danny and then we're everybody at,
0: at camp today we're hanging out with were just like wait how long was your longest race and i was like i don't know like 50 yards and everyone was like what kind of luck does this guy bring well you
3: seen one today that was longer than the ones we had in my in my heart yeah that yeah was,
0: how long was that the longest one because we caught 13 today right
3: uh yes 13. No, there was
0: 13 caught by the entire group yes
3: yeah. uh so i casted the dogs they went 900 yards bait a boar we went around the boar broke we got back to the gate where he had crossed the road, we were six tenths of a mile from where they bait him and then they're one point one five to where they stopped him again, so that was probably I'd say close to almost a two mile race, if yeah. not a little more. Yeah, that was fine. That was as a crow flies. So Dude, I came in and ruined the bay. I felt like an idiot. Nah, you didn't it just getting in close the hogs seen you we didn't have the enough dogs in there to keep his attention, just a couple dogs in there on him and Danny I mean, said, go in Seth, run Warhols in. The dogs are smart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the first the first pig, we were hunting a hard place, you guys, and the first pig like we found was like in this wood lot and it was beautiful, open forest. And so Danny was like, run Seth and I just took
3: off running. Well, we busted a group. The the dogs picked a show down. And uh, got it caught. That's why I was telling you to run. Go ahead, go get him. And, and I loved it. You'll see
0: the video on Patreon. Everyone of my GoPros. I'm just like, like a dang. I think I passed the catch dog. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah <laughs> well, <laughs> almost. One of them. One of them, anyway. <laughs>
0: oh, that poor old boy. Yeah, yeah. I. Um, I got some awesome footage, and I, I just can't get over how awesome it is. Unclipping a bulldog. That's a cool feeling. Oh yeah. What oh, do yeah. you like in a good bulldog? Cuz dude, you got a great I enjoyed rubble, man.
3: Yeah, uh they got to have a hard mouth. They got to bite. They got to they got to hold. Got to have a little bit of brains in them. I I have game dogs. They're they're toned down by me, I guess. And when I get them from puppies, they're a little crazy, but I put a lot of work into them and kind of get them to dial down a little bit. But yeah. they, the main thing I look for is something that driving a hard, hard bite with some brains. Once you get them to tone down, they, they get smarter and pay attention to stuff. Do you think there's any catch dog better than the American Pit Bull Terrier? I'm sure there is. I, I've, I've seen American Bulldogs catch just as good as game dogs. I feel, I feel like game dogs is what I want because they're not as big. They're, if I do have to lead a dog in the woods, I don't want to drag me on the ground, so I use a pit. Some of them still drag you on the ground. <clears throat> I had an American Bulldog. She caught just as good as any pit but she would drag you down to the ground. She was she was a bigger dog.
0: You think male or female bulldogs catch better or is it that it doesn't matter?
3: Don't matter. I've had a, a little female pit that was 45 pounds or four, 40, 45 pounds and she would anchor any hog I had. They might, the hog might be able to move a little more with a smaller dog on there, but she was gonna hold it. She wasn't gonna let go. I'm gonna
0: shift gears. Tell me about the best hog you've ever caught.
3: Uh, and why he was the best. It was a big bar. Uh, Everyone loves bars. Yeah, and he he wrecked some dogs pretty good. Uh, he the the biggest one I've ever weighed that I caught with my set of dogs was three ninety three. It was a bar. We ran him for a couple hours. Wait, and, a
0: fat ass bar can run a couple hours? Oh
3: yeah. Oh yeah. More really? dogs can run. Yes. There's people out there who say they can't, they'll run just as long as any boar hog. If that if that hog knows what a dog is, it knows it's got to run to get away from it, and they will do that.
0: I guess all bars do, because they didn't become bars magically. Yep.
3: They know what a dog is. Some people catch them in traps and bar them, but a oh, yeah. lot of them are dog caught and barred like that, so well, they that, know what a dog is. That bar we caught today, Henry said he
0: barred that pig five years ago, and yeah, they caught him with dogs. Five years ago. He had an ear gone.
3: Yep. That was a dog caught one that he had caught with dogs five years back. He barred him, and uh, the hog was had a, a top wetter missing on one side, and the other side was going away or whatever he said. I guess decaying or whatever he said it looked broke, and that's why those teeth curled back into the jaw.
0: Yeah, right. So that was crazy too. One thing I've really noticed is the the like real um, like variability in the quality of their teeth some pigs have like super clean white tusks and others have like nasty rotten teeth
3: i I always think it's age too uh older hog usually has blacker looking at the bottom by his gums nastier looking teeth a lot of young hogs got you know not teeth not near as bad as the older hog does i guess
0: you think they eat a lot of meat these pigs
3: yeah they'll eat dead dead animals quite a bit
0: they're pretty nasty
3: yeah, we've out there where we went today. I've actually caught a boar hog by where they dumped the dead cows, and he smelled like a dead cow. Uh. Yeah.
0: My friend says pigs. All right, I'm gonna ask you another question. My my really good friend says pigs are so ugly because they eat skunks and rattlesnakes. Can you confirm that? <laughs> I
3: <ain't laughs> never heard that. I've never heard that.
0: Man, I uh, I totally interrupted your story about catching that huge bar. You said you ran him a couple hours, and then and then.
3: Yeah, so I ran that one uh, a couple hours, got him bayed, and then he stayed bayed finally. But by the time we got permission to go where we had to go, which is in the lease next door, I got a hold of the manager. We went off in there and got it caught. It was probably two hours he was bayed, so he was fresh again. Two hours. And bay. he whooped some dogs pretty good.
0: What, what gets a dog hurt the fastest? Because you, you taught me so much about bay etiquette and and bulldog
3: etiquette. How, uh, what what is what gets dogs hurt hunting so if you have a, a set of dogs that ain't rough that'll still help catch when the bulldog gets there but you put in a dog that wants to be rough that's not going to hold if it goes off in there and tries the hog that'll get the dogs that ain't rough cut up pretty bad because those dogs will think it's a bulldog trying to hit uh, they'll try to help catch and then they ain't got nothing holding on but them so it'll, you can get your stuff wrecked that way.
0: Define a rough cur because I heard that a lot this trip. Oh, uh, not because people really had them, just because everyone was talking about them.
3: So years back, I had I had a bunch of rough cur dogs that I could I could kick down two or three cur dogs and catch big bars like we caught this weekend, and I went through a lot of dogs that way. But I had. A pretty good set of rough dogs, and it, three cur dogs would catch a 300-pound bar, easy. And the, they Bye. would get cut up. I'd be out of commission for a while. But that's I that's I switched it up just because people, more people were getting into hog hunting. Hogs are getting harder to find. Hogs are running harder. Uh, back in high school, me and my buddies used to get out of school. We would go after school, hit a block of woods, catch two or three hogs, and go to the house when I got out of high school, we would go to the same block of woods, drop down a set of dogs and run hogs for four or five hours before we were getting them caught. So I had to Whoa. breed different than I used to, you know, breed a little bit looser dog that wasn't gonna pressure the hogs as much. Uh, something that still wanted to grab a hold if they were running, but back up in bay after after you grab a hold of the hog if that hog spun around or whatever
0: that really surprised me is how much the your curves really actually put teeth on that pig
3: oh yeah they will I'm, if it's trying I'm to like run they're, they're gonna grab it they're yeah gonna, and they
0: were all in smart spots like the armpits and the butthole <laughs> you yeah. know what
3: I mean? yeah. and yeah. i'm
0: not saying i'm gonna bite a pig in the butthole but if you told me hey seth you gotta run around and bite a pig i think that's where i'm gonna try biting in yeah.
3: that if that hog's <laughs> running they're gonna grab it on the back end if if he's uh bait and then bulldogs hit we got a bunch of dogs in there you'll have some young dogs grabbing by the arm i really don't like that because i like to work hogs if you get a hog chewed up bad in the in the arm or the leg or whatever you know you can't really guarantee you that it's going to be all right it could catch an infection and die so i don't like my dogs chewing on the legs Mm. but it happens young dogs do it go in there and smack them on the head and they'll they'll cut it out eventually when do
1: you
0: think a cur dog Hits his stride, on average. You mean? Like when he's starting to, you think a cur dog is really getting into their skill prime, where you're like, dang, they're a nice dog. When does that usually happen?
3: That, that depends on the dog. Uh, that jip that you hunted with today, she was probably around a year old when she was really producing a lot of hogs for me. Uh, her dad was the same way. The, the two half-brothers, Holder and Sniper, they're the same way they started real early young on and then i got some right now that are around a year old that are at a year old they were doing okay not near as good as what the the older set of dogs i have did but now they're getting to where they produce a lot of hogs you know being two-year-old dogs so you just gotta pay attention to to the dog i guess and know be around them you know what what you're making so
0: what uh I know these? This changes a lot as you age and how your hunting styles change. But what what is your ideal dog right now for you?
3: Oh, uh,
1: your ideal cur dog.
3: Ideal cur dog. Yeah. Or like what I have for my set because I got some that are straight cur and then I got some that are crossed with trigger hound, some running hound.
0: I guess. What, what What's your ideal dog right now? Yeah. What, what are you looking for? What traits are you selecting for right now, for to maximize your current success?
3: Like sniper. Oh yeah. He he has plenty of hunt. Uh, he's got tough feet. Sucker has really tough feet. He he's got a good nose on him. He's fast. He can grab a hold of one if it's wanting to run, and he'll get back in bay. He's smart enough to get back in yeah. bay.
0: I really like that guys, this video, Danny got some awesome video, too, that I wasn't able to get. He'd be like, run in and get some video. Every time I showed up to the bay, I was in the worst spot. There was, like, crap in the way and I couldn't see the pig, or I was just, like, in the wrong spot and they caught too early. Like, I don't know. So you got some amazing videos. So did Henry. So uh, that will be, obviously, by the time you listen to this, it's on the Patreon page, guys, so go check it out. But uh, I was going to ask you, too, I, I love to... When I'm interviewing a guest after these hunts, I love to kinda of delve into your history. Tell me the name of your best dog and Cutter. what you loved about him so much. He was a
3: he was a straight cur dog. The dog had more drive than any other cur dog I've hunted with. Uh he was he knew what I wanted him to do. I could hunt him around me. He would hunt with me or I could cast him. No sign and he would still go hunting and go find a hog. He he knew what to do I guess. He was just smart. Had plenty of brains, plenty of bottom, tough feet. Just really, really good dog. It, he got it done no matter what. <laughs> what
0: year did you own this dog?
3: Oh, uh, see, he died. He died four years ago, and he he made it to right at four years old. So I'm gonna have to look at the 20, 2016. Mm-hmm. So so recently. 2015, 2016, I raised him from a pup. Yes, yes. The Rayleigh and Sniper are both out of him.
0: Rayleigh's nice. Yeah, she's a good dog. I wanted Sniper to be the best dog only because I loved his name, but honestly, I think I think Rayleigh's still the show.
3: Yeah, she did this trip.
0: She, I like how she's bays tight. You know, there's a bunch of pups baying with her, and they all kind of moved out when they heard our buggy come in and then she stayed right there with that pig but if that thing looked at her, she'd
1: back up immediately
3: yeah, that's what I was talking about if it goes to run, she's close enough she'll try to grab it on the butt if that hog spins around, she's going to back up and bait
0: yeah, I really liked how Rainey was able to control a pig but also keep herself safe because that's that's kind of a harder question I'm going to throw you a hard ball
3: now alright
2: well
0: is there a forest fire here right no, now? No,
3: they're burning. They're doing the underbrush burn right there.
0: Huh. Yeah. There's yep. like some smoke all over.
3: Yeah.
0: Huh. Those woods will be not. What? They should burn when we were hog hunting. Yeah. <laughs> Flush them out. Wow. It is super smoky. All right. Underbrush burn, y'all, in these pine forests. So it's really healthy for the woods. And is that, does this hurt or help pigs, you think?
3: Uh. probably helps them.
0: Yeah. But burns kind of help everyone. Yep. Huh. I'm surprised. This, I guess the burns are. Yeah, there's still fire right there. Oh
3: yeah, there will be. Surprise this the road is dumps and logs and stuff that fell over. Look at that one right there.
0: Oh yeah, whoa, that stump <laughs> is like a flame. Yep. Huh
3: that's cool. I drove
0: through a forest fire once in northern New Mexico and you could feel the heat through like the door panel. Yeah. And the, right when we got through, the wildland fire crews were like shutting down the road and they're like, Did you guys just drive through there? And we were like, Yeah They're like, How stupid are you? And we we're like pretty stupid <laughs> we didn't even know he came over the hill and just whoosh there was That's like no huge fire and we were like let's get out of here anyway okay here's a tough question pig dogs get hurt yep what should a hog hunter do to prepare themselves mentally and preparedness for hurt dogs it
3: takes time I, I don't know how to prepare for that uh I've been around it, yeah. Yeah. Been around it a long time. It just takes time. You, I don't know, I guess, develop a a way to just get over it and push a new one to to try to be as good as the one you lost if it was a good dog. This is
0: not me saying this. This is a veterinarian saying this, but I will confirm.
3: You're a pretty good self-vet. Yes, very. That seems to be a really good uh, skill to have. You have to. Uh, Doing... Hog hunting, as much as I do, you gotta you gotta figure it out. I, I was showing a lot of stuff from an old man that I've known for a long time. Whenever I was younger, I would call him up. Hey, Mr. Robert, I got a dog cut down. Will you come help me? Yeah, Danny, bring it over. And I'd go over there and I'd just help him. And in that, I learned a lot from him, so.
0: This question is one that has been raging All the right. Houndsman XP community after our episode with Python Cowboy. You're gonna hear it first, right here.
3: Secondly, on Houndsman XP, are big boar hogs good to eat? No, no, they're not. I don't care what anyone says, I do not eat a boar hog. I, I have in the past, and it was down in South Texas, a guy made poppers out of his back strap. I could smell it, but it didn't taste bad. He claimed that if the hog didn't stink, you could eat it. I still don't do it just because I'm not gonna do it. I have bar hogs and big sows that I can go catch and get plenty of good meat off of if uh, I need meat.
0: It must be a it must be a Texas thing. I
3: prefer a bar hog over any any hog. Not not a boar hog. No.
0: I was trained to pig trained. I'm all my masters were in Texas, so they were just like boar, boar hogs are disgusting. They're not for eating. Can you eat one? Of course. Are they preferable?
3: No. But everyone says bar hogs are where it's at. Yep, bar hogs are where it's at. All but right. So the meat don't stink, don't have that musky smell. Python cowboy
0: Chad and the Florida crew, you guys need to give us some good convincing on why a big boar hogs good to eat.
3: <laughs> you ain't going to convince me. Keep <laughs> keep your boar hogs. You can, you can have all the boar hogs you want. <laughs>
0: I, I will say the carcass quality of those bars was Unbelievable!
3: The the fat on that big one that we caught today—he was pr- he was probably close to 400 pounds. And
0: how thick do you think his fat layer was? I'd
3: say four inches. Oh,
0: God. And it, when they were shoveling out his guts, like like pulling them out, gutting yes. him, the call fat around yes. his organs, his very, kidneys very were thick. like white. You know what I mean? Like surrounded. I could not believe how much belly fat fat all those bars have. They were as fat, if not fatter, than any pin bar I've ever seen. Yes. Raised in a pen.
3: That's that's, uh, just eating, sleeping, and hiding in in East Texas. What do you think? (laughs) Finding a feeder that a guy don't hunt a lot, but keeps (laughs) going, and he sits there and eats off that sucker.
0: Do you think that uh, the the barring culture here is pretty big? Yes.
3: Yes. Yes, I do.
0: I've never even heard of a wild bar hog in North Texas. Never heard of it. And I got here, and everyone was all about it.
3: Yep. Some, the place I took you today, they don't do it a lot over there, but they will do it when they catch a good boar hog for, for barring. You ain't tore up bad by the dogs or something. They'll, they'll cut a, a hog out there every now and then. Uh, on my leases, almost every boar hog I catch, I cut unless the people want them removed. And then I will remove them and I will go kick them loose in another spot and I will castrate them. I'll cut their nuts out.
0: Pigs are so tough,
3: dude. Very
0: cut his nuts off and he's just like all right whatever no squealing
3: nothing yeah he's just like some of them squeal pretty bad and then you'll have some that just take it like a straight man just (laughs) not a peep yeah man those are usually the ones that get up and try to eat you up when you let them loose they'll put you up a tree quick
0: so we again footage on the patreon page guys but we let a pig go and this is the last real topic I wanted to cover because there was a lot of questions I wanted to pick your brain about, and I've already asked you most of these, but
3: are you afraid of pigs, or do you think their reputation's way overblown? Reputation's overblown. Uh, I'm afraid of I've pigs. Been, <laughs> I've been in a big group of hogs, and yeah, they, they'll they rally up on a dog. They'll hurt a dog pretty good, but you go in there and hoop and holler, and usually you bust that group out, and they'll scatter. They're not going to come after you and attack you like people say. Now, if you have one bait and you go off in there and get close and it's just a mean borehole, oh yeah, I've had them run you up a tree and try to get you, but they're not just going to come to you if they see you 50 yards away and just try to tear you up.
0: Have you ever had a close call letting them go?
3: Oh yeah, a bunch. <laughs> so they can tear you up. They can. <laughs> That's me. probably. Cutting his nuts out, he's probably pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, probably. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's not a. He's not trying to give you a hug. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We uh we let a, we let a bar hog go. So there were some lucky pigs on this
3: trip. Oh yeah. We let oh, yeah. we let
0: a fair amount go because one we forgot our knife on one of them, and then the other two were bars that we were just like, all right, go grow up, keep living. Get bigger. Your, yeah, get bigger and fatter, but. Man, I uh you didn't have to convince me too much to climb that tree and quote unquote get footage.
3: <laughs> you, when I kicked him loose, he turned around and looked at me like he wanted to come to me he thought about it a second and then he turned around and went the other way he didn't run off he kind of walked off yeah he walked off he, he
0: gave you a good thought
3: and he then, knew he was the man right there <laughs> i was gonna go up that tree if he come to me
0: i saw I, you me up that tree like a damn squirrel yeah <laughs> yeah the, it was funny because everyone was like seth find a tree and climb i'm like dude all there is are these long skinny pines how do you climb one then you you kind of
3: yeah, you gotta shimmy up that sucker. <laughs> Jump and hold on. What I climb Hope up, your your feet are higher than his mouth. You,
0: you called it yopine? Yopon. Yopon. Yep. How is that spelled?
3: I really I don't know. Y O P O N? I don't Yopon. know. Yeah, Yopon, yeah. Okay.
0: I thought you guys were saying yupine. No. Okay. Nope. Yopon. The, the uh, palmetto thickets, is that a preferred habitat for pigs?
3: Oh yeah, a lot of hogs like palmetto thickets. Uh, I don't like baying in palmetto thickets. Why? Hard to see the hog and then they can hear the dogs coming, the bulldogs coming. You, you heard how loud it was when you kicked the bulldogs loose and running through the palmettos. Very yeah. loud. I'd rather bay in a, in a briar thicket or pine thicket, you know, that is not crazy loud when you kick the bulldog loose. A lot of big hogs are smart and they'll leave. What's uh, the
1: ideal
0: place to bay a pig? Not, not in a fake world, fantasy world. Where is the best place that you can bay a pig commonly?
3: Best I life. like a dry river bottom area. Big old oak bottom. Something that's open. The bulldog can see it. When he runs in there, he can pick his shot. He, he ain't got a you know chance of getting caught up in vines and the hog coming to him, meeting him there. Oh, yeah. That would I like the bulldog it. to run in there pretty easy and pick his shot.
0: Where's the worst place to be a hog?
3: Uh, so I bait them in washouts, like where the hog is underneath the bank of a washout in the middle of the woods, like a little bitty dry stream, but just the water flowing through it made a big washout, big hole, had them back up into the hole and fight the dogs that are in oh, front of them. Gosh. And it always seems like a bunch of stuff gets cut. Dogs get cut up pretty good in washouts.
1: What's the scariest
0: catch you've ever made to help the dogs out?
3: crawling in a washout head on with a hog head on and i had i had we had two bulldogs on him but it was again it was a i think that was a boar hog actually i was gonna say a bar but i think it was a boar and he was every bit of 275 big teeth i was crawling in there and i was praying that he was not gonna rush me that the bulldogs (laughs) had enough attention on it they wasn't gonna rush me but he kind of come to me but i was able to push on a bulldog and keep him from getting me somehow Grabbed his back leg and I was pulling as hard as I could, backing out as I was, as I was going, and we got his back feet and him turned around and pulled him out of there. Oh, but that man. was that was sketchy.
0: Is that the only time that's really ever happened, or you've done that a few times?
3: I've had so that was the worst one. I've had I've had to crawl in little washouts and stuff and cretins like that. A few times, so. It's the smallest pig you've ever caught. <laughs> oh man! Well, I told you about Leggett this year. That salad they didn't want to stop. Yeah, yeah. They, were, they come out premature. So the so size of a jackrabbit? <laughs> was smaller than that, Brellie.
0: Yeah, you know, I, right? uh, I went th- thermal pig hunting with rifles, and, and uh, I shot one about the size of an armadillo. It was yep. the only one that gave me a shot, and I was like, all right, yep, that's my, that's my smallest pig of all time. But it was a good time. All right last question what do you we we, uh, we had to pause the recording for a second we got a call from the one and only Dustin Machado the machete man machete that was a good time blood tracking that guy wouldn't even be here right now if it wasn't for him yes sir that guy is a cool dude and a character and he's got the nicest dog you'll ever meet
3: yeah, very nice. He'll rip your arm off if you try to pet him. <laughs>
0: Dude, I need to get a sticker for Dustin's dog box.
3: That... Dutch likes me if I have my Slim Jims that I made from the year before. My deer meat Slim Jims. That's the only time that he likes me.
0: Yeah, I. He never. We never got to that point.
3: There's a. I got a good story where he had to ride in the back of the truck, in the back seat of the truck, with us because I brought one of my dogs and Dustin had a different dog in the other side of the dog box. So I felt like I was going to be attacked the whole ride. It was the most uncomfortable ride that I've ever had with a dog in that truck. I felt like he was watching me, and he was literally going to attack me from behind that dog the entire trip. Gives the
0: most hardcore side eye. Yes. He'll just be like, he has a
3: he has a good stare. Yeah. That's he- the only dog I I don't like to look at in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> For one, he's loud when he barks, and everybody looks at you like, leave the dog alone. Then if you don't, you know, it's just all yeah. right, he established dominance, but he is not the dominant person in the truck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that
0: was a it was a it was a great time and I, I remember when I first met you, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna bust out some nostalgia. All right. You showed up to Corrigan.
3: Yep.
0: Rip was a breath of fresh air compared to Dutch for the last day. <laughs> yeah, you
3: can pet him. He's nice. Yeah.
0: He's a very sweet boy. And yep. all the best footage I got was a rip band. That's good. Because That's good. it just happened to be happenstance. Dutch found all the dead ones, and, and just by chance, Rip, we put down on any of the
3: ones that were Like still. I said, you're the lucky charm. Nothing, Nothing's easy unless you're around. Easy bays, the deer <laughs> that we tracked that whole weekend, we had only one broke leg, I think. Yeah. Everything else was dead. Yeah. Found dead. Yep. That you, don't happen.
0: <laughs> the deer that me and you chose was Yeah. Yep.
3: yep. That was the only one that was broke leg deer that... Besides the dough, I guess y'all got it. Yeah, I was going to
0: say that doe, if you guys remember that story, that was yep. amazing. They caught that dough and yep. that was super rad. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, so uh, when I met you, Danny, all right, when I, Dustin was like, Yeah, Danny's got some hog dogs. And I was like, Really, you got some hog dogs? And it took you about one second to whip your phone out and your scroll bar of videos of your dogs catching hogs was like a thousand miles long and you just kept showing me video after video after video. Much like me with my rabbit dogs.
3: I've had iPhones for a long time, so everything goes up in the cloud. You download your pictures off the cloud. You got pictures for for years and years back. So
0: I looked up at Dustin. He looked at me and just gave me a little bit of a nod. And I was like, this guy's legit as they come catching pigs. And I noticed none of your videos are at night.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I hunt at night when it gets hot, just not a lot. I got a uh, bunch of... I'm over it. Bunch right of now. shit eaters, but.
0: <laughs> I'm over it at night. You were like, oh, we can catch pigs during the day. We caught 17 pigs during the day. You can catch pigs during the day. I'm saying it right now, and I'm happy to say it.
3: <laughs> bunch of foot warmers, bunch of junk.
0: <laughs> it's been a great time, Danny. If you have anything else to say, now's the time. Brother, I think this is for wrapping it up. We're about to get to the house.
3: Covered it all
0: i appreciate the heck out of it brother yes sir this was a hell of a trip i will be back it's a 16 hour drive or an hour and 22 minute flight it's a no-brainer the flight It's the (laughs) flight flight. (laughs) i hate driving i don't know how chris does it he's a crazy old man so i will be back you guys go check out our patreon page for this awesome content from this trip i love bringing it i apologize i missed one week because i was on the road getting this content but going to make up for it i got a lot of content up there now awesome bay footage pigs running everywhere bulldogs doing their thing if you're not a pig hunter you guys need to check it out it's amazingly fun if you are a pig hunter i get it it is super fun an amazing resource out here that's available 24 7 to go out and harvest get some big fat bar hogs if you're chad reynolds the crazy monster you can go eat some big fat boar hogs too
3: let him have it (laughs) he can can keep on eating them.
0: you guys thanks for tuning in to all mixed up catch y'all in so we have a special little bonus on top of this is that right i left this we do we do i after i met Rigan for the first time I met him and he had just finished up that huge bar hog. By the time we got there, that monster like growth into its own jawbone bar hog. He was sitting there and I was like, man kid, that was impressive. Like that was really cool. And he was super kind, respectful kiddo. Uh, Dustin or uh, Danny was like, yeah, this guy works for Houndsman XP. And his eyes turned into moons. I mean, instantaneously his eyes got huge and he was being (laughs) all super respectful, you know, bashful. And uh, I was like, hey, you want to be on the show? And oh, man, that made my heart swell. You know what I mean? He was so excited, but he was being all respectful to his elders. He's like, I don't know, you know, and I was like, no, come on, come on, we'll talk. So um, this is tailgate talk style, you guys. Uh, I I always like to lead into my favorite question to break the ice is tell me three things you like about a good whatever. And uh, we have a short little 10 minutes with Reagan here, you guys. So uh, I wanted to throw him on to the main episode. So shout out to you, buddy. You're a little warrior yourself. And uh, I had a great time hunting with you, man. You got a bright future of houndsmanship ahead of you. So let's just roll right into me and Riggin inside the tool shed, cooling off from that hot, humid East Texas sun. That's awesome. We just got done hunting here in
1: East Texas, and I got the American Eagle with me.
0: Why don't you introduce yourself, brother? And then I'm going to ask you, three things you like in a good cur dog. Introduce
2: yourself to the Hounds of XP world. Uh, I'm riggin Lane, I'm 15, I like to hog hunt and duck hunt and everything else in the in between.
0: Yeah, you're uh, running around out there, I'm
1: glad you came. <laughs>
2: you, this kid had his clothes off faster than I could run to the bay.
0: There's a hog in water and I just looked up and he went from in jeans and a t-shirt to just underwear in like, what, five seconds? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, sure.
0: It's good to have 15-year-olds running around being crazy for uh, us
2: sweaty, too-much-humid people like me. <laughs> yes, Tell me three good things you like in a bay dog. Um, one that's got to want the want and the job to do it just naturally, just being a puppy. They just, you know, you let them out in the yard and they're gone. You know, they're just chasing butterflies and baying anything they see. And then you want one with drive and you want one that's athletic that will go all day and just really just has the, like, the heart for it. I mean, it don't matter how athletic your dog is, how fast he is, how muscle he is, how anything, if you don't have a dog that has a love and a passion for it, there's, you won't be able to beat that dog. Like, it's just not going to happen. It's just simple as that. And then you really just want something, I don't know, you really just want something of your, like, you can really... We usually put a decent handle on ours too, so like you can call them out, you know, like they have a very good respect for you because we've raised ours for, I mean, my mom's grandpa started this, so I mean, we've had these dogs in our line for a long, long time, so I mean, it's just bred into them naturally now that they're just athletic, smart, fast, and have the drive and the willpower to want to go do it, so I mean, it's just, they're usually natural, just go-getters.
1: Tell me about that bulldog you didn't have to lead in. He walked right by you like a,
0: like uh, a champ. Tell that's about, that's that, <laughs> the weirdest looking bulldog I'd
2: ever seen up yeah, to this same. point. So we had a um, pretty good friend of ours. She um, she had found this dog on the side of a road, and his name was Sloan. And, well, she named him Sloan because the first day she got him, she put him in a horse trailer, and uh, he fell asleep in the Todd Sloan saddle, so she named him Sloan. Well, she had him for a while, and then he started chasing chickens and all the goats and everything like that, so she's like, I can't keep him no more. So she brings him over to us, and you know we have him, and we've always trained a bunch of um, cur dogs and catch dogs for people, and put handles on them. Well, we start with him, and uh, he just naturally just went up there and smoked one, smoked one, and then we also um, help do guided like um, help train um, duck dogs and stuff. So we just integrated that from duck hunting from two different you know sides of the spectrum. Into your catch dog, because I don't know about you, but I get tired of getting drugged around and hit by briars and everything. So, um,
0: <laughs> well, I've only done it once, so I'm not, yeah, man, anything.
2: golly, it's horrible though. But the we, briars are terrible, yes, sir. They're terrible, yes, sir. I, I am not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, we really just taught him like that and started him off kind of like a duck dog, you would like with healing and here and all that. And you know, he just learned naturally. And now, How many I
1: mean,
2: dog is he? uh, he's half border collie and half, um, pit. When I saw him, I was like, "That's the furriest bull yeah, I've ever seen in my life." And that sucker can run one down in the field and will hit one like a train in the He's woods. Tough. I mean, I yeah, saw sir. him hold
0: that pig like
2: nothing. Yeah, that big bar hog. He was he was holding him. It's, yeah. Tell me about the biggest pig you've ever caught. Um, it's probably gonna be the one today. That oh, suckers
0: you heard it here, folks. <laughs> yeah,
2: that sucker's probably about 440. And I've I've caught some big ones. We caught some there at 380, 390, and all of the above. But I ain't ever caught one that was that big he's almost 450 teeth are like six or seven inches they grow back into his skull i mean you don't get much bigger than that that pig
0: was i'm burped on mike here i'm eating a kolache because i'm dying of hunger i have that pig was so crazy it's if anyone's watching the insta stories was watching the insta stories when this was being recorded this thing's teeth were like growing back into its own jaw
2: yeah that. and took, put a hole in his skin, and it's just, like, his skin's just formed around it, and it's just, like, it's crazy. What, what do you like catching the most, Is a sow, a boar, or a bar? Hmm. It just depends on, like, what I'm doing. Like, in a tournament, it don't matter to me, but, like, if I'm out here, I want to, like, just hunt for fun. I want to catch a big waspy boar hog. What's a waspy boar hog? Well, you send the bulldogs, and you just hear stuff breaking right here. Oh, oh, And you know, you know it's on. <laughs> That when you park 200 yards away and you can smell that sun gun, <laughs> and you just you just hear a bunch of yipping in there and stuff getting whooped down, and you got to walk in there and you know he's big. You know I mean,
0: dude, I walked into one of those bays and I could smell that hog yeah. way before I could yeah, see sir. him. Yes,
2: sir. And that really wasn't even wasp because you'll see them sitting there chomping their teeth, and they will go out to them damn coy dogs. You'll hear breaking, coy dogs getting thrown around. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like when that when we made that big boar hog boar hog off that um, top of that ravine. I came over here and I look. And his ass was like to me, and I couldn't, I was like, the only thing I could do, I just like jumped on his back like a spider monkey and just went to him because I was like, that's the only thing I could do because the bad thing about bars is, and boyhawks do it too, is they'll like, they'll squat on their butt where you can't really get their legs out from under them if they're big enough. It's just because our dogs, they go up there and nip them on the ass to get them to stop and all that, and they sit down, and then they just sit there and want to fight you and spin on you. So, I mean, it really ain't, it ain't fun. Now, sows, they're just big. You know, they're just big babies. They're pretty easy to catch and kill, or just even just for tournaments. But probably, I'm going to say the softest hog that there is, like if you're trying to keep them alive, is going to be a bar just because they don't have no, you know.
0: That one didn't have an ear on one side. Yeah,
2: that, and then they just don't, you know, they get stressed out really easily because they're so big and they're so heavy. And that's just like with sows. Like, sows are pretty, they're good. They'll they'll last more than, longer than any of them. But, um, yeah, it's usually like that. What, uh. Well, first of all, how long you been hunting? Man, um, my mom uh, was pregnant with me. Like she's only two days away from a due date, and I was out there. She, and then, so I you've sh-
0: been hunting since you were a fetus?
2: Oh yeah, basically, <laughs> yes sir. And then, I mean, maybe I was.
1: T- you heard a boar hog get caught by a catch dog when you were still in the womb?
2: Oh yes sir. I mean, <laughs> I was probably about two or three months old. You know, when she strapped me, she's rat strapped, strapped me in my car seat on the front of the four wheeler, and I, you know, I went. And ever since then, I just kept going and done tournaments and just went all over the world doing this. And Danny said that he's known you since
0: you were knee high to a grasshopper. Yes, sir.
2: he's known, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's known me since I was itty bitty. <laughs> yeah, so I just grew up with a passion for it, and I always will.
1: What's the name of your favorite dog you ever known?
2: Favorite dog ever known? Cur dog or catch dog? Let's do cur first. Cur dog. Who? That's gonna be a whole one. I'ma say my old dip I used to have that she passed away. It's either gonna be solo, that dog, or um, dang, it was Slick. His name was Slick. That sucker was awesome. What
0: made Slick so good?
2: (laughs) I mean, all of of ours do it now, but it's just, he was just on a different level. Like I was talking about earlier, he's just on a different level of love for it. Cause, like, as soon as we catch that hole, he's gone. Well, I mean, all of our dogs are like that now, but he was just faster, just somehow, and he just, like, he knew. It, it was weird because he knew. Like, like, every time, like, you'd be driving, go somewhere, and he'd just start freaking out. You let him go, and he's gone. And then you won't pick him up. I mean, you'll see him one time. You won't even see him at the bay. I mean, you'll see catch dogs, and you'll catch 30, 40 hogs behind him. Not even just – you won't see him. Like, he's, was, just, he's getting ahead as soon as the Yes, sir. yes like, it was, it was gone. Like, he was rolling <laughs> over just like that. It was crazy.
1: What about your catch dog? Your favorite catch dog?
2: Man, we've had a bunch of good, good leadless dogs. I like Sloan. <laughs> yes, sir. I love Sloan. Sloan – I'm gonna say for my right now dog, it's definitely Sloan. But back in the day, hmm, let me think. So we had one named Trooper and one named Buddy, and they were both just like Sloan. You know, they're smaller but full bulldog, you know, they weren't as hairy. <laughs> but um man, that's gonna be a hard one. I'ma say Gamble because that was the fastest, hardest hitting dog I ever seen in my life. Like it is crazy. And just like them, just Leela's. As Probably Gamble, for sure. He was awesome. I'm going to ask you a question. This is not a trick question. Yes, sir. You afraid of a big hog? Uh, let me, okay. Because I am. Because okay, I'm not going to lie to you. Now, I've ran in on big-ass hogs before, like 340, 350, all that, you know, and it don't phase me. But when I was still on top of that ravine up there and looking down at that hog, I was like, and it was only a split-second decision, yeah. you know, because I had to get down no. there, so nothing got cut up. And I was just like, well. And now I got taught at a young age, don't hesitate, because if you hesitate, you get hurt. So I was like, oh, God. So I just, all I knew to do is I couldn't go around because it's too thick, so I just freaking jumped on his back. And mid-jump, I was scared. But once I was on him, I was like, oh, I got him now. (laughs) But just, I was really kind of scared of the fall more than it was anything. But other than that, not really. No, sir. First time I
0: saw this guy, we were coming up. His mom called Danny and was like, we just caught a, a hippopotamus down here. And so we showed up. And the first time I saw this kid, he was riding he just got done riding on the back of this giant bar hog yes and i was like this kid just killed a 400 pound bar hog with like a pocket knife yeah so by myself too i was just like it was just me and then he goes aquatic in his underwear and reels in a sharp tooth more yeah. that was i yes. was like i gotta have this kid on the show i don't care what's going down we're calling it early i'm gonna bring yes, this guy yeah. into the barn we're gonna talk
2: yes sir you
0: uh you see yourself being a hog hunter for a long time
2: uh, the rest of my life, yes. Yeah? Yeah? For What, is sure. it,
0: what do you love about hog hunting? What, what is
2: it? Just the, just one thing. I just love listening to the dogs. I love watching the dogs work. And then I really, really love just hearing the dogs bay and then getting that adrenaline rush and then going in and putting your hands on a big one. There's nothing you can beat it. I mean, other than killing mallards in the hole, you know. Like,
1: oh, yeah.
0: You're other than killing ducks. Hunter.
2: Yeah. Other than killing ducks. I mean, that's two top things I'll do for the rest of my life. But. Yeah yeah you yes, got a
0: long uh very successful life ahead of you hound hunting but yes, i can sir. tell you you've already got off to such a good start yes sir. And thank you yeah man it's been uh it's been great here this place this property is unreal i i mean yes, this is my first time so you've seen uh you've seen a lot more action than most yes, people sir. <laughs> so uh yes sir. hey it was awesome having you on the show buddy i appreciate the heck out of it yes and, sir. Uh, keep hunting
2: yes sir for sure
0: chad i love traveling for this show <laughs> And I love meeting people. I think one of my greatest passions in life is meeting people. I, right. I love dog work. I obviously love dogs, the outdoors, and animals. But I love people the most, man. I think people are awesome. So especially when you meet cool ones. So big shout out to all my friends in East Texas. And uh, that's all I got to say, man. My jaw's getting sore from just... And my heart's pounding just thinking about it bit, uh, So... <laughs> I'll let you close us out if you have nothing else to say, brother. But I'm sure people are tired of hearing my annoying baritone. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that was fantastic. Thanks for going there and gathering everything for us. It, it, that, that was fantastic. I feel like I'm there with you. So no, <laughs> I, I I you got all me. You got me all answered, man. I'm good to go. Um well right. let's uh let's uh let's hunt them hard and treat them like heroes. And don't get barred. <laughs> don't get barred. <laughs> Thanks, brother. I'll catch you later.
1: Yep.